two words that will change your life if you really live by them. Two words. Two words that are central to all of Judaism. Two words. Want to guess what they are? Rabbi E in three, two, one. Shalom, everybody. Welcome to Rabbi E in three. I'm Rabbi Yosef Edelstein, Rabbi E for short. And this podcast is a short burst of Jewish wisdom to elevate and illuminate your life. Okay, what are those two words that are so central to Judaism? More coffee? No, but they are central to my life, I promise you. You're special. Oh, those are beautiful, and I like them, and they're really a Jewish idea that a human being is unique. Every one of us sent into this world for a unique mission, but those are not the two words I'm thinking of. Don't say oy vey. Okay, time's up. Those are two words too, but forget it. (laughs) Free will. Those are the two words that are so central to Judaism and that will change your life. Free will. You have free will. I have free will. Judaism unambiguously, proudly affirms that a human being has free will. I know there are great philosophers, great thinkers who will contest that, but for this podcast, we're going to take it as a given. I think most of us implicitly believe in our heart of hearts that we have free will because life doesn't seem to have much meaning without such a presupposition. Certainly, the Torah has no meaning whatsoever without free will as a basis. Thou shalt, thou shalt not. It's predicated on free will. The very first story in the Torah, Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden, has human free will on full display, (laughs) and not to good effect, if you know what I mean. They messed up in their free will choice, Adam and Eve. Free will. Let's just together for a few minutes think about it, live with it, make ourselves more aware of it, appreciate it, affirm it, buy into it, experientially live it. That's the goal here. It's not a one-time thought. We have to remind ourselves and review it constantly every single day because I would submit to you that the default position for most of us, myself included, is to live as if if there's not free will, like we're on autopilot saying the same things in the same situations, acting the same ways in different situations. We have to consciously and courageously choose to live our lives based on the awareness of our free will. And I say courageously because it's scary. Because if we really have free will on some level, then we're responsible. Indeed, that's the beauty of the Jewish view of human life, how powerful and responsible we really are. Now, are there constraints on our free will? Of course, so many constraints. Where we're born, to whom we're born, the temperament we're given at birth, uh, how we're raised. In fact, our Jewish sages say that the area of free will is far more constrained than the, the boundaries around it. But yet, we still have, every one of us, in our daily lives, to some extent, free will to do certain actions or refrain from doing certain actions, to say certain words or, and this is usually the wiser course, I think, refrain from saying certain words, even our thoughts, They may pop into our heads without our control, but we have free will whether to turn to them and pay attention to them and buy into them or to turn away from them. We have a lot of free will. Really, that's our unique human capacity, our unique human responsibility. It's very much at the essence of what it means to have a neshama, a holy soul, that we have 
free will. It's our greatness. It's our mission in life to utilize that free will, to grab onto it. Words, thoughts, action. Sometimes all we have free will over is our response and attitude to something that happens to us. You know who taught us that very profound truth? Viktor Frankl, great Jewish psychiatrist. And where did he learn it? In Auschwitz, as he writes in his masterwork, Man's Search for Meaning. Because in a place unequaled in human history for its limitations on human free will, for its cruel crushing of the human spirit, he, Viktor Frankl, saw human freedom. Sometimes in actions, people altruistically choosing to do for a fellow man, even in those circumstances. But he said, even when he didn't see it in action, he perceived that attitude and response to what was going on. That was a last vestige of freedom in the human soul that he discerned in how people would respond to what was going on to them and in himself as well. And he said that convinced him of the human spark of freedom in the soul. Wow. Rambam Maimonides tells us incredibly that every one of us can choose to be as righteous as Moses, Moshe Rabbeinu, or as wicked as Yeravim, a very wicked king of Israel. That's how powerful our free choice is. Day in, day out, words, actions, thoughts, basic attitude and response. We have that power. We have that greatness within us. I could go on and on. We could spend more time just appreciating it, but I choose to end this podcast right now. I hope that we'll live up to our free will, myself very much included, a little more, a little more each day. And I truly hope you'll choose to hear me next time.